It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. And waiter, there's culture in my food. Somebody help me. Every Thursday evening at 6.30, it is the last week of summer, and it's not going out without a fight. Last, last full day of summer, actually. It's 90 degrees right now. Feels like 96 with the humidity. It is pawpaw season. Too many exciting things happening all at once. You're just going to have to deal with it one thing at a time. Vegetables still growing. The Beach Boys still singing. Something like this. I'm going to be around my vegetables. I'm going to chow down my vegetables. I love you most of all. My favorite vegetable. vegetables card off and sell my vegetables I love you most of all my favorite vegetable your favorite vegetable. Please shout it out of the car window now. That's what I thought. Speaking of vegetables, one of my favorite fruits is the pawpaw, described in Wikipedia as the Asimina triloba, the pawpaw, 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 or common pawpaw, spelled different ways. Well, two words pawpaw mashed together, one with a hyphen in the middle. Uh, you get the idea, but it's a small deciduous tree native to the eastern U.S. and Canada, producing a large yellowish-green to brown fruit with a creamy white inside. At least two U.S. presidents favored pawpaws. George Washington reportedly enjoyed them for dessert, and Thomas Jefferson was known to have grown pawpaws at Monticello. It's pawpaw season. I just saw some pawpaw. I should really, oh no, I guess pawpaws is plural. Some pawpaw eye. Popeye. I saw those, in fact, at the Argus Farm stop not long ago, yesterday even, on West Liberty Street. I don't know the inventory of Pawpaw today there. I have not been diligently doing my inventory with my clipboard on Pawpaw populations in Ann Arbor, but nonetheless, Pawpaw are around. 
it's been said that you really have to wait until they're pretty brown and soft on the outside until you eat them on the inside. They're only ready when they're brown on the outside. They have a certain sweet and creamy flavor that's kind of unusual. They cost certainly more than the usual fruit, but they're quite unusual. And they had an entire Michigan city named after them. So welcome, Paw Paw to our lives. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and a lot of things are happening, including the following. There is a painting that's going to be auctioned off, estimated to be worth 60 million pounds. That is certainly over $100 million, most likely. It's going to be auctioned off in the UK. The painting called Study of Red Pope, 1962, second version, 1971. That's the name. Could be better, could be catchier, but that is the name. The Guardian has a story about this painting by Francis Bacon. It's to go on sale after 45 years hidden away. Jonathan Jones writes, The painting depicts a slumping pope whose formless body is capped by a drunk's red nose. The pope's body is a spiraling heap of sausages wrapped in white and pink robes. Elsewhere, the writer refers to the painting as this choice cut of raw artistic beef, this furious, bloody, merry cocktail of artistic ambition and private sorrow. Quite a bit of papal prose there. Papal prose! Ah! Sorry. That's Francis Bacon, whose last name is also a food reference. I don't know why I'm going to play this one. When you was just a little boy, remember how your mom just before supper time, how she'd laid down the law. You youngins wash behind your ears, your dirty hands, and then eat cornbread and buttermilk to grow. You and the men keep eating that cornbread and buttermilk. A country boy's delight. I eat it every morning, I eat it noon and night. Some people like fried chicken, while others like the ham, but cornbread and buttermilk. Made me what I am Misery in the stomach Dyspepsia or the gout Cornbread and buttermilk Is sure to help you out So my advice to you all Is to eat it all the time Cause cornbread and buttermilk Will keep Feeling fine, keep eating that cornbread and buttermilk A country boy's delight I eat it every morning I eat it noon and night Some people like fried chicken While others like their ham But cornbread and buttermilk Made me what I am See my girl one night, she set me down to dine On food I'd never heard of, like caviar and wine I got up from the table, as hungry as could be I slipped off to the kitchen, and that's where she found me I was eating that cornbread and buttermilk A country boy's delight, I eat it every morning I eat it noon and night Some people like fried chicken, while others like their hands Cornbread buttermilk made me what I am. Thank you to little Jimmy Dickens for that one. The man who brought us May the Bird of Paradise Fly Up Your Nose. 
Didn't I just let me think back to the nose because let me once again suddenly I'm remembering the painting by Francis Bacon in which a slumping pope I hear the slumping popes are playing the blind pig a slumping pope his formless body capped by a drunk's red nose uh may the bird of paradise fly up the drunk's red nose but nonetheless that was little jimmy dickens and cornbread and buttermilk this is Confusing, and this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and events coming up. The Celine Oktoberfest is coming up tomorrow and Saturday on Main Street in downtown Celine. It must be September because it is Oktoberfest, and it must be Oktoberfest because it is September. This is true. Meanwhile, the Hillsdale County Fair starts this Sunday and goes through that following Saturday, September 24th to the 30th, and information on that is at hillsdalecountyfair.org. Then there's the worst festival ever. That's W-U-R-S-T. That's in Door, Michigan, about a half hour east of Holland, Michigan. That is going to be this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's a very encouraging and lovely uh, uh, poster on their website saying, Weekend forecast, lawnmower racing with a chance of drinking. Please go and tell me how it is. Lawnmower races are new to the Worst Fest coming up in Door, Michigan, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can win combo passes to the Corn Maze and Haunted Woods if you win the Lawnmower Race. Some race rules, you must have mower frame, must use mower engine, must have mower deck, blades removed, helmet required, maximum age to race <laughs> maximum maximum age to race is 16 years old. That that would be entertaining. The minimum age to race is 16 years old. Additional rules or changes will be discussed at drivers' safety meeting before the race. Decisions of race officials will be final. Working brakes always a good choice. Working brakes when you're lawnmower racing. All of the above. So that's at the worst festival ever in Door, Michigan. Again, the Hillsdale County Fair. Starts this Sunday in Hillsdale, Michigan, and the Celine Oktoberfest is this Friday and Saturday. Which reminds me of Victor Borga. I can't tell you why, but I can tell you that this is a story, I believe, called Papa's Always Right. It has perhaps a song or a poem in it called I Am the Oat and I Have Bells by Axel Agerby, and I don't know what happens next. I think I press this button. I wasn't the only one my father told stories to. One day I opened the door to his study and saw somebody else sitting on his lap. My mother. And she had placed her arm tenderly around his shoulder. Now isn't that nice, I thought. Mama likes Hans Christian Andersen's stories, too. It was late on a bitterly cold New Year's Eve. The snow was falling. A poor little girl was wandering in the dark, cold streets. She was bareheaded and barefoot. She had, of course, had slippers on when she left home, but they were not much good, for they were so huge. They had last been worn by her mother, and they fell off the poor little girl's feet when she was running across the street to avoid two carriages that were rolling rapidly by. One of the shoes could not be found at all, and the other was picked up by a boy who ran off with it, saying that it would do for a cradle when he had some children of his own. So the poor little girl had to walk on with her little bare feet, which were red and blue with the cold. She carried a quantity of matches in her old apron and held a packet in her hand. 
Nobody had bought any during all the long day. And nobody had given her a copper. The poor little creature was hungry and perishing with cold. And she looked the picture of misery. The snowflakes fell on her long yellow hair, which curled so prettily around her face. But she paid no attention to that. Lights were shining from every window, and there was a most delicious odor of roast goose in the streets, for it was New Year's Eve. She found a corner where one house projected a little beyond the next one, and here she crouched, drawing up her feet under her, but she was colder than ever. She did not dare to go home, for she had not sold any matches and had not earned a single penny. Her father would beat her, and besides, it was almost as cold at home as it was here. They had only the roof over them, and the wind whistled through it, although they stuffed up the biggest cracks with rags and straw. Her little hands were almost dead with cold. Oh, one little match would do some good. Just one little match would do a lot of good if I hit the right cut. That was an excerpt of The Little Match Girl. And that was Victor Borga. That is not Papa's Always Right, because Mike's sometimes wrong. And that we'll get back to I Am the Oat and I Have Bells, whatever that might mean, at another time. Always also good to plan ahead and play a song about a cold New Year's Eve day. On the last day of summer, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Arbolf has stepped into the room. And at 7, it'll be Face the Music, another wonderful hour of wonderful, amazing music, often from the first half of the 20th century in all of its wonderfulness, or music inspired by the first half of the 20th century. Now, this is good news. I mentioned earlier about the Celine Oktoberfest coming up. A German fellow has beat his own world record for carrying beer steins, according to that important news outlet Reuters, if you can see what I see right now on the website there. In Bavaria, home to the Oktoberfest. Now, what happened to Korea sanctions? Wait a minute. Here, this is some strong beer. In Bavaria, which is also home to Oktoberfest, the world's biggest beer festival, Oliver Strumpfel cradled 31 beer-filled tankards stacked up, and stacked up in two tiers, walked 40 meters, and then set them down. But two tipped over at the last minute, so that the record is now 29 jugs, or more than 152 pounds of beer in glass. To prepare for Sunday's event, Strumpfel said he has trained at the gym three to four times a week since February. And that is definitely something you want to do before you drink heartily, is to train at the gym. So a German fellow has beat his own record for carrying beer steins. So says Reuters. And what does... uh, what does, um, what do you have to say here, little Jimmy Dickens? What do you got to say? Goodbye, Joe, me gotta go, me oh my, me gotta go, pull the hero down the bio, by Yvonne, sweetest one, me oh my, son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Bye. 
Thank you, little Jimmy Dickens. Jambalaya. Mmm. Hope you got your recipe down there right now. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And did you hear that Mark's Carts is closing for good? The food court in the back of downtown Home and Garden is closing in the last week of October. And I read it from Jessica Haynes at MLive that Mark Hodesh, the owner of Mark's Carts, is slowly stepping away from his multiple business ventures and easing into retirement. So you still have a month to make it to Mark's Carts. Uh, Mark Hodesh was the owner of Downtown Home and Garden himself, and he sold it three years ago. But Downtown Home and Garden continues on, and it's going to have its 19th annual jam contest on Saturday, October 7th. Visitors will be able to taste all of the entries as long as they take their turn. And the following weekend is the ninth annual, count them, ninth annual pickle contest. It's really anything you might like to pickle. Pickle is a nice verb, isn't it? It's the ninth annual pickle contest at downtown Home and Garden. And things kind of flow in Ann Arbor, don't they? One of the businesses that got their start as a food cart at Mark's Carts has opened up their own restaurant they did a few years ago. And they ex- they've expanded in the last month. The lunchroom, that all-vegan restaurant in Kerrytown, they've also taken over the space where the Italian restaurant Argirio's closed earlier this year. And the new place in that space is called the Lunchroom Diner and Canteen. The lunchroom also has a bakery and cafe in Huron Towers. And I don't know if it's called musical chairs or culinary chairs or what have you, but the space where Jerusalem Garden started out has been filled, you may have noticed. Jerusalem Garden's old location is now inhabited on 5th Street by Chela's. Chela's, with their Mexican food, has moved into that spot while continuing their original location on Maple. Wonderful news. Now, if only the downtown home and garden had a honey competition, huh?
Thank you, the Beach Boys and Wild Honey from their album Wild Honey. It's a beautiful thing. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. And Our Wolf and Face the Music is coming up very shortly. In the meantime, I have another food event that I did not mention, but I want to mention. Pittsfield Union Grange has its Apple Day coming up on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's not a home game day, so you can actually move about the city this Saturday. How about that? This is a chance at Apple Day to make apple cider, applesauce, and apple butter by yourself. There's also an apple baked goods sale, apple tastings, and more. Apples are available for purchase or bring your own one bushel or less to make cider. Bring your own jugs if you have them. That's at Apple Day at the Pittsfield Union Grange. Grange, that is at 3337 Arbor, hello, Ann Arbor, Celine Road in Ann Arbor. Yes, also a lot of other events you should know about, including ones that aren't necessarily directly about food, but this actually is the, here's the game night with cats coming up at Tiny Lions Cat Cafe. This is also on Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Once you've made your apple cider, you can go to Tiny Lions and enjoy board games, coloring, cat-themed crafting, crafting, bring non-alcoholic drinks and snacks of your choice if you wish. Registration is required at tinylions.org. And so many other things going, going on. You can find out all of these events going on at our website, wcbn.org. All kinds of food events, lectures, political goings-on, concerts, all of those many and, and above things, too, at wcbn.org. Also, you can see our full schedule of all of our DJs, all the shows that they do, including, as I just mentioned a moment ago, uh, Pandora's Lunchbox, followed by Face the Music at 7, and Sachet Delmonico is going to be at 8 o'clock with Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop, and then Freeform with Topeka at 9 tonight, and Crushed Collision at 10. I've been Mike for a long time. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you for listening to the last Pandora's Lunchbox of the summer. Today's the last full day of summer. Tomorrow will be partially summer and partially winter. (laughs) Autumn. Let's try autumn. Partially confusing. And the last word on the show goes to Julia Lee. Last call for alcohol goes a little something like this. Julia Lee from an album called Tonight's Tonight's the Night on Charlie R&B Records goes a little bit something like this. Let's see if we can take, take a quick look and see when this song was recorded. Last Call for Alcohol, recorded, well, between 1947 and 1952. Let's put it that way. Julia Lee and her boyfriends, ladies and gentlemen, Last Call for Alcohol. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening and keep on doing that. And order again This is the last call for alcohol Get going Drink up, drink up, drink up Then order again One, two, three, four, five, six, seven The minutes fly by Eight, nine, ten That old clock's ticking About time to say goodnight This is the last call for alcohol This evening Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order again. Mm-hmm.
up, drink up, and order again. This is the last call for alcohol. Get going. Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The minutes fly by. Eight, nine, ten, that old clock's ticking. About time to say goodnight. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order again. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You're listening to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. On behalf of Rad, if you're drinking, you can't drive my car or any car. And remember, don't drink and drive. It's just not worth it. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it's doing outside right now in Ann Arbor in the sky, but when I walked up here a few minutes ago, it's, uh, you know, that kind of pensive quality that's been hanging in the air all day. It's a really brutally hot and humid day, at least by our Michigan standards. Wow, the sky really looks uh, pensive. Looks like it's got a lot on its mind, and maybe it'll bust open at some point. Not sure. If we get any word about uh, rapid developments in weather, we'll let you know right about it. Meanwhile, welcome to Face the Music on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's 7 o'clock, and once again, I seem to have coordinated this broadcast using lots of vintage live jams. I've been doing this for a few weeks, and it's, uh, it works. It really works. This stuff is fun, and it's quite interesting. I think at least most of it I find fascinating. For example, we'd like to take you now to the Boulevard Lounge in Chicago in 1941. There is something called the Boulevard Sports Lounge in Chicago nowadays, but I think this is a far cry from that. In 1941, this is probably an African-American-owned and operated club, and the guitarist Lonnie Johnson will lead his little trio so that you can feel better, all right? If we both face the music together... We stand a chance. Mm-hmm. 
Call me.